What's up, everybody? Back with another episode of In The Booth Podcast with me, Zay V. Um, episode 26, Sunday, December 8th. Uh, I hope everyone's doing good. How are you guys, uh, how you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh, good to be back. I'm glad to be here. Uh, a few things have happened and we'll get into that. Still, still not drinking. 38 days, or 35 days is where I'm at today. 35, it was 28 last time I talked to you guys. And today is 35, officially. Uh, I feel great. I, I feel, I feel like confident about myself. I feel, I remember when I did this last time, like when I tried to, when I tried to dr- stop drinking, uh, and I, I did 14 days before this, it was like a year ago maybe, and I tried to do 14 days, uh, or I did 14 days and then I fell off, and then ever since then I never tried, um, and then this, this is my, like, you know, this is the next time I tried. This is the, the the most recent time, and it's going pretty fucking well. Like, I haven't really, <clears throat> I haven't really, I've cra- I've had the craving for for a, a drink, but when I do have that craving, and I'm, my brain's like, let's just have one drink, let's just go have a drink. You know, let me just go have a drink. I get, I get a little, I get a bad feeling in my stomach, like. You know, it's just like a negative feeling. Like, it's just gonna ruin. It's just gonna ruin my. It's just like I said last time. It's just gonna ruin my fucking, uh, my streak. It's gonna, it's gonna ruin this for me. And then, this is the longest I've, I've went. And you know what, man? I don't want to feel like shit. I don't want to feel like shit and wake up and be hungover for what? And then I lose my fucking streak and I'm, I feel like shit. It's not worth it for me right now. It's just not worth it. What's worth it for me is is stacking up the like the numbers that I don't drink. I can't say sober numbers because I'm smoking. I'm smoking a lot of fucking weed, but I haven't drank. Like I said, so I I feel like that's that's a big accomplishment. So so yeah, no drinking, thirty five days. I'm gonna keep going. Um, I uh, I've been hanging out, not really doing much. Um. I've been watching. Uh, I watched this. Uh, I watched this. Uh, this new show called Wu. It's called Wu Tang American Saga on Hulu. Uh, it's badass. It's it's really fucking cool. Um, it's about it's about how like the formation of Wu Tang Clan came. It's it's pretty fucking awesome. It's um, it's all about. I didn't know any of, like this stuff. Like I, I guess it, it has to be kind of a real representation of what happened like the Rizza who who kind of seems his name's like Bobby Diggs who seems like he's like kind of like the like the the um he kind of seems like he's like the visionary like he's the guy he's like the like the guy in the middle there's like two groups he has friends over here on this side of the city he has friends over here on this side of the city they're in New York and he's in the middle and they don't like each other and they try to bring them together with music and uh, form, you know, he he's kind of from the beginning. He starts he starts off wanting to build form this group. He has these ideas to form a group, but no one wants to no one wants to fuck with each other's, and and they don't want to they don't want to be cool for the music. And uh, so eventually, 
um, you know, things start going with the music, and, you know, and obviously, and, and uh, you know, there's some, there's some uh, fights, and there's some shootings, and there's some crack sales, and a bunch of shit that was just like, I did not know, and then, you know, it's, it's created by uh, RZA, who's one of the, you know, one of the, who's, Bo- who's actually Bobby Diggs, you know, the guy in the middle trying to get everybody together, and uh, it's produced, also produced by Method Man, too, so, I love Method Man, I've always loved Method Man, I've always had this fucking, this fucking, like, thing with Method Man, where I was like, I knew, I, I just liked, I liked the way he rapped, and when he was acting, like, in How High and shit, that shit was fucking, that was, that was my shit growing up, so, yeah, Method Man, I, I was always into Method Man, not really into Wu-Tang when I was growing up, I'm not gonna lie, I was more into the Bay Area shit, Mac Dre, E-40, you know, all them, but it's, um, I like Wu-Tang though, like, I, it's kind of my own little deal that I, that I like, it's kind of my own little deal, I throw it on every now and then. So it was cool to see like all the stuff and that I didn't even know that happened. There was some serious shit that went down. You know, they sold a lot of crack and you know, sold a lot of drugs back in the day to keep their family afloat while um they were trying to do music too. So it was pretty cool. Um that was a good show. I like that show. Um That's all I, I've been kind of just watching a lot of fucking TV, man. That was on Hulu. I love Hulu. Uh I've been uh, I've been getting my I've been getting my blood I've been getting my blood, uh, I've been donating my plasma, still, for like, so say if I go on a Monday, I get 40 bucks, and then say I go like on a, at the end of the week, on a Wednesday or a Thursday, something like that, then I get like 45, so, <clears throat> I could make, you know, $85 in one week, if I go twice, so it's all good, I do it, It's it works, it's just the phlebotomists in there, if that's what you want to call them, the phlebotomists, are, um, now, I tried to look up how long, one second, take a sip of tea real quick, I, uh, I tried to look up how long it takes to be, like, a phlebotomist, like, to be, to legit poke someone and turn someone into a fucking human juice box, and I couldn't find out for sure, like, exactly a number but it looked like some kind of like 40 hour class you can take like it doesn't take a long fucking time to to stick a vein in or stick a sorry stick a needle in someone's vein and draw blood it really doesn't take that long like it seems like it can you can do it in a week and you can start you can start sticking people it's like i don't know man there needs to be more shit. I think I think I read you need to have a certain amount of like sticks in human skin or something like that. So, I mean that's a thing, but I don't know. It wasn't a lot. I think it was. I don't think it was a hundred. I couldn't tell you, but you know, I feel like that's a lot more serious than they take it because some of the people in there are horrible, and I've seen it, I've watched it with my fucking eyes, like, one time I was in there, and right next to me, to my left, I, we, I was in there, hooked up, and right next to me, to my left, there was this guy in there, uh, he was like, excuse me, I was just chilling, watching my phone, he was like, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, and she comes over, and he's like, uh, can you, can you uh, is this, like, you know, he's like, is this normal, 
obviously it's not fucking normal because it looked like there was half of a baseball coming out of the middle of his arm. Like right where that like right where it bends in that bend area. It looked like there was half a baseball. It was it was it was it was uh swelling up. It looked like it was half a baseball sticking out of his arm. He was a big he was a pretty big uh chubby dude. But it it it, it was swelling up. It looked like they missed a vein or something or something and it was leaking into his arm because it it started swelling up and I'm just like it doesn't seem and then that's not even it. Like people always have problems around me. There's always someone that has a problem. And when this happens to other people, I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck has it not happened to me yet? Like how even Maddie has had problems a few times already where they miss it and it's, it's or, or they have to poke both sides of her arms to try to find a vein. It burns her. It's it, it's. Some people they have they go through it. I haven't went through it yet, and I feel like my time is coming. And when that happens, I'm gonna be rethinking my fucking visits here. At this BPL place, I mean at this plasma place, because it just doesn't seem like they fucking know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, it doesn't seem like they give a fuck, and it seems like when they don't, when they do get comfortable, even when they do get comfortable, they know what they're doing. They start getting like. Fast, they start getting careless. I talked about it before, on on my podcast. You know, they get they get careless and they just start ripping shit, and they just start going fast, and they just they they just just they're trying to get it done and move on to the next person. Slow down, slow down. Stop ripping tubes and shit, cause my I'm hooked up. I've talked about this before. There's a needle in my arm. You, all you motherfuckers suck. Y'all are all, you guys are all fucking stupid. I'm sorry, but they, they, it seems like they're all fucking just dumb idiots. They're, they're just, they're, they're like me. They're me. They're just a fucking idiot like I am, just poking people. Like they're nothing, they're nothing special. Like they, it's, it's just like they didn't get trained enough. And once, like I said, once they get comfortable, they're just ripping apart, trying to go fast. You don't go fast on something like this. So, I went over there this one time recently, uh, the last couple times before, and it was, there, there's this chick there, I don't want to say her name, um, she, Maddie has had problems with her, and she's told, Maddie's told me, she, she Maddie's had problems with her, because she doesn't know she's she's stuck put the needle in and it Maddie let the girl put the needle in and it burned the shit out of her it started burning her because for some reason it starts burning if they do it wrong if something goes wrong if something's not right it burns like a motherfucker so um it started burning Maddie really fucking bad she said and it was this chick and I don't want to say her name I don't want to say her name I don't want to say her name's Megan I don't want to say her name You know, I don't want to say that I seen her name tag and it says Megan. I don't want to say that. Okay, I don't want to say 
that her name is Megan. I don't want to say that, and I'm not going to say it again. All right? So, she, she, I think she's one of these people who gets comfortable, as I said before, gets comfortable and starts being dumb and starts missing shit on accident and being stupid and just forgetting shit because she wants to go quick and she wants to kind of maybe even show off, show off fast she is, act like she's good. And, um, And then she fucks up Maddie's arm. I think a couple times. So when I go in there one day, she comes up and she is about to put the needle inside me. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, I I don't want her to do it. At 100% don't want her to do it at all. Okay, so how do I get out of this? Well... Maddie said that I could just fucking be like, hey, can I get somebody else? That right there is hard for me because I hate confrontation. And guess what I got? Confrontation! Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I, I didn't want to ask for another person. And when I did, it backfired a little bit, but I got what I wanted in the end. Okay, so she starts to... She starts to put the, put some, it's called iodine, and it just cleans your arm before they stick the needle in, and she puts the iodine in me, and right when she's about to fuck, I, I fucked up, I waited kind of till the last minute, this is where I fucked up, I won't lie, this is where I fucked up, I waited till she was like about to put the needle in, I was like, wait, can you, uh, can, can, uh, can she, can she stick me, can she put it in, and she was, okay, and I felt bad right here. Right here at this moment. At this moment. I felt bad. Okay. I felt like I was being a dick. And I, I felt really bad for her. And it was awkward. And I knew everything was going to be weird after this. Um, but then after I said, can she, can she stick me? And she was like, she looked over at her. And then she looked back at me and she said, well, well, uh, considering she's not qualified to do it, uh, I don't think so. Oh! 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 Burn! Flamethrower. Or a dragon. Whatever you whatever you want. Burn. Alright. You got me. That was a good burn. Yeah, she says, uh she says, uh, well, considering she's not qualified to do it, I don't think so. And she looks at me and I was like and then thankfully there was another young lady there and right next to her. And I actually like her the most because she knows what she's doing. Like, I never have no problem. She gets it in there, done, wrap, tapes it up, gone. And I'm out of there. In and out. No problems. This young lady... Ah, fuck, I forgot her name. Damn it, I forgot her name. Um, but uh, she's, 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 she's really good with the needle. So she was right there, thankfully. So I said, okay. And when she got smart with me, when she... 
when she fucking lit me up with the fucking torch, I was like, oh, we're playing games today. Oh, we're playing those games. Oh, we're getting the board games out. Oh, we're getting the old board games out of the closet and we're playing games. Oh, we're going to play games. <laughs> Let's get the board games out. Let's dust the board games out. I haven't played games in a long time. I like Monopoly. Yahtzee. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll play games. So, fuck off now. You want to get smart. When I, I already feel bad. But you want to get smart. So, fuck off. Now I'm like, yeah, uh, okay. She said, not her. I said, okay, well, can you, what about her? And she was like, mm, okay. She literally did that. Like, mm, okay. Like, so attitude. So mad, dude. Okay, let me just say that if that happened to me, if I was in her shoes, literally in her shoes, me, in her shoes, I would be like, damn, like, I'd be like, that sucks, okay? It would kind of hurt me a little bit, okay? But I'm not willing to, you know, it's my arm. So, that would hurt me a bit, but I would be like, okay, like, I feel like I would, I would want to be like, alright, I get it, like, don't, it's definitely not personal. Like, it's not like I hate you. It's not like I don't like who you are as a person. Because I just don't like the way, you know, I've heard about need that you do with needles. I thought like maybe you're a great fucking person. Maybe you save animals. Maybe, maybe she's a woman. Maybe she has sex with old men and, and makes them come. Old men. Maybe she makes old men come. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things you could do on this earth. But I just don't like the needle. I don't like your needle ways. I don't like your use of the needle in my arm. Digging in my arm with a needle. Burning my shit. Fucking, I don't like it. So, that's cool. I Maybe you're awesome. Leave me alone with the needle. So, so I, I, I ask. I'm like, can she do it? She's like, okay. So, I, I tell, the, the other girl comes over, the other young lady comes over, and I'm like, I'm sorry about that. She was like, you're good, you're good, don't worry. And I think, I have a feeling that she gets these normally. Because I am not a complain type of guy whatsoever, so if I'm doing it, you're, you're, a, you're a little off the top. You, that, that, I, that's true. You're a little off the top. If I'm complaining, you gotta be bad. I'm serious. So, I'm like, I'm sorry about that. She's like, it's okay, don't worry about it. And she she throws it in there, everything's good, takes me up. So, they switch. The girl that was gonna do me, uh, what was her name? Uh, Megan! Oh, uh, yeah, Megan. Uh, she, uh, she, uh, she goes to the other person, she goes to the lady next to me that's sitting there. And wouldn't you fucking know, she takes 20 minutes. Dude, My the girl that put the needle in my arm is already on to three other people after. This chick, the one that was about to fucking stick me, thank God. Thank God the old Megs didn't fucking stick me because 
She's right next to me to the other lady, still fucking around in her arm for like 10, 15 minutes. Still fucking around. She went from one arm. She's like, usually people have, I heard, I overheard her saying this stupid shit. She said, usually people have better veins in their left arm. And then she's like, oh, okay. She made her, she made the lady switch. The lady had her right arm ready because you could pick which arm. The lady had her right arm ready. She picked it. Then she made her, the dumbass bitch made her switch. Megan made her switch. And, and then she, she's like, oh, I'm having problems with your left arm. We're going to have to switch. So she switches back to the right arm. Okay. So you're already having problems. Next thing I know, she gets a needle in. There, the, 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 the lady's like, that. the lady has a needle in, um, the do- the one that's donating is like, excuse me, it's burning, it's, it's hurting, it's kind of hurting, and yeah, so, next thing you know, the person that she's stuck right next to me is having problems, I dodged a fucking bullet, I dodged a bullet, so don't give me attitude when I dodged a bullet, you can't, you can't automatically fuck up after you kind of get called out a little bit, you get called out a little bit, and then you automatic. If you automatically fuck up, I've done it. If you automatically fuck up after you kind of fuck up, it's like, ah, oh, that's that's it. You're hit. Oh, you're you're done. You know, don't be mad about it. Learn from it and grow. Move on. But don't fucking be mad at me and don't give me attitude because you're a shitty phlebotomist. Oh, big words today, big words today. Um, I had to look it up. I'm not gonna lie. I had to look it up and figure it out. I wrote it down. Phlebotomy starts with a P. PH. I didn't know that. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, you're a shitty phlebotomist, and I don't want her. And now it's gonna be shitty because I have to. What happens when I get her? Ah, see, here's the problem. I've been worried about it because I have to go. I have to go next, I think, Wednesday. And what What do I say? Am I, every single time, I'm going to have to be like, nope. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And I guess we'll see when that comes. Because she's a shitty phlebotomist. That's not my fault. You picked the wrong thing. Don't give me fucking attitude. Anyway. Fucking Megan. Be rude. Anyway. The whole, the whole, the whole BPL place that I go to is sort of sketchy anyway. Like, it's sketchy phlebotomy. It's the whole, it's everything sketchy. The people are talking around you weird. There's one guy that flirt. There's one guy that works there that also puts needles in and shit. He flirts with the fucking other phlebotomists. The fucking it's just it's weird. It's just weird. There's creepy dudes in there that go to donate and they're just hitting on the fucking chicks. It's just like creeps and they're they're just it's cringy. It's cringy as fuck. I just anyway. All right. Anyway, thanks for thanks for listening to that. I had to get that off my fucking chest. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, well uh I guess it's time to talk I guess it's time to talk about it um so I was keeping something from you guys for a long time 
Um, Maddie knew, my mom knew, and my dad knew. I, uh, for the longest time, I had a couple warrants for failure to appear. Um, a couple failure to appear. Sorry about that. I had, sorry, I don't know where I, uh, I don't know where I, uh, left off because it just stopped on me, but, uh, I didn't tell you guys I had a couple warrants for failure to appear. I had two warrants. One was for DWAI. And uh, uh, one was for criminal mischief, and those I, I failed. I didn't go to um, court for. Um, I pretty much just said no. I didn't go. All right, that was d dumb on my part. I fucked up. Okay, I'm bad at doing this. This sh like I, I'm I'm the worst procrastinator, and I'm the worst. I'm the best at flaking on shit. Okay, and. I fucked up and missed my court date on purpose. Okay. Um, so that, that was in June. Was that in June? That was in June. So after that, I had two, they put out two warrants for me. Okay. Um, um, I got those warrants. I'll go back real quick. I got those warrants because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Okay, and then when uh, my probation officer was like, you know, fuck you, you didn't do what you're, you're not doing any of your classes, you're not pissing, doing your piss test, you're going to fucking see the judge again, and then I never went and saw the judge. Alright, so I had two warrants, and I had them since June, so what is that? Uh, what is that, six months? Five, six months, uh, I had two warrants, and, uh, which is pretty long time, man, like almost half a year, pretty much half a year, and, uh, And I knew one day I was going to get fucking caught, all right? One day, that shit doesn't last, especially for a motherfucker like me with my motherfucking luck, okay? Um, I'm trying to change that attitude, but anyway. Uh, especially a motherfucker like me with my luck, I'm not going to get away that long with, with a warrant, two warrants, okay? I, I And especially because I remember, I if you guys remember, if you guys listen to my podcast a lot, I have to drive everywhere. Because I have to drop off everybody everywhere. I have to drop off Tristan. I have to drop off Maddie. I have to pick everybody up. I have to go. Every, I have to go places. Okay, so I drive, and so that makes the chances that ups the chances of me getting caught a bunch. You know, by by a lot. So eventually, I knew I was gonna caught get caught, and I knew I was gonna get caught in the fucking car in. The 98 Lexus CS300, okay? I knew I was gonna get, gonna get caught in this bitch, okay? One, because it has the plates are expired, okay? We haven't got them yet, sue me. Um, and two, just because, you know, it's me. I got warrants, and, uh, you know, my luck. So, last, last Wednesday, I go... I have to go pick up uh, Maddie from work. She gets off early around 2.30. And uh, I'll leave my mom's and I go this back way to uh, hit this highway. I hit the highway. And I think it's E-470 maybe. I don't fucking know though. Don't fucking quote me. Who knows? Uh, I hit this highway. Uh, well, okay. So I turn out of my mom's, out of my mom's like living it, like her fucking complex area. And, um... Right before I turn right, I see these two Adams County sheriffs, 
and they drive in front of me, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta wait right here real quick, let them drive, so I don't get right behind them, because I'm turning right, and they're going, they just went right past me, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to, obviously don't want to be right behind them, my, t- my tags are expired, all that bullshit, warrants, whatever, so, I let, they go up, I finally turn, and as I'm, as I'm, I'm, I'm kind of driving slow, okay, I'm driving, I'm driving slow I'm try- cause, because I think it's a red light or something and I'm, and I'm trying to let them go. And they finally start going so I start speeding up but I guess that I got fucked right there. That's where I got fucked, okay? I was going too slow. Alright, so I'm going and I'm driving down and I see this cop on the right. It's a Commerce City cop. So I got those two fucking Adams County sheriffs driving down. I'm trying to stay away from them, keep my distance so I'm going slow. And then I see a Commerce City cop on the right, sitting there, and he's fucking, and he's fucking got the, what's it called, the radar gun, so I'm driving by, and I'm like, alright, cool, I, I'm not speeding, so I'm good, so I drive down, and I pass him, and I see him, as I pass him, I see him hold his gun, he still has his gun, hold it, so I'm like, oh, cool, he's, he's doing the next guy, he didn't get me, he, he's got the next guy, so I go past him, sure fuck enough, I look in my rear view mirror, and the cops pull on it out. And that's when you know, right? That's when you know. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's when you know when they pull out. Right when you pass them, they pull out. Oh, that's the worst feeling. So, uh, he does that little, he does that little, uh, that little move. And then, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm hit. I'm hit. I'm hit. I'm hit. Everything in me is like, I'm done. I'm done. But there's a small part of me like, maybe, maybe I can get away. And, uh, so I'm going, and I'm, I'm right down, I'm, I'm like, right down the, right there, I'm right, I can see where I have to turn left, and hop on the highway, it's a, it's a little exit, and then you hop on the highway, and I can see it, and I get to it, and I turn left, and right when I turn left, he gets behind me, and he lights me up, and that's when you know you're done, okay, (laughs) that's it! That's it. That's when you know you're done when you have two warrants and your fucking lights are behind you. Okay? So, uh, he, he pulls me over and I'm like, I'm done. I know I'm done. I'll try to make this quick. You know, he, he pulls me over and I, I, I tell him the truth. I'm like, I got two warrants. Uh, I forgot to tell you guys. I'm sorry. I have, I have, ah, oh, fuck. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm such an idiot. Uh, I got, I got tied in in the back. Okay? So, that's a big part that I forgot. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Um, I got tied in the back this whole time, and he pulls me over, and I'm like, shit. So right away, I hop on the phone, I'm like, Dad, uh, you know, you're going to have to come, uh, you're going to pick up Tristan, and then I, oh no, I think I call Maddie right away. I call Maddie first, and I'm like, hey, you're going to have to come, you know, come and come get the car and come get tied in. Luckily, one of the people she worked with was getting off too, and they were able to run her to run her straight to me. She's like fifteen minutes away from me, so they were able to be there right away. So the cop was really cool. Um, I was I called my dad. He said, uh, you know, he's telling me what to do. Uh, he asked me what to ask him. Uh, I asked him what my bonds were on the warrants. The, the bonds were one was a thousand, one was three thousand. The DWAI was a thousand, and the criminal mischief was three thousand. The cop said he didn't know why I was so high. Anyway, um, so I uh, one thing you gotta do when you're about to go to jail, uh, write down some numbers if you don't know them. 
write down numbers if you can, if you can, obviously. I was able to write down numbers. I did that a couple times. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, I ended up going to jail. Uh, so my dad told me to write down numbers. Um, Maddie gets there. The cop's so fucking cool, man. Uh, he's he's so cool. I'm just like, I told him, hey, you know, I got two warrants. He's like, all right, that's okay. And I was like, uh, you know, I just got my son. I just want to do everything right. I just want to do this right. He said, yep, that's, that's cool. You know, and uh, he goes and checks my stuff. And he's like, comes back. He's like, yeah, fortunately, you do have two warrants. So, uh, you know, can you have anybody come get the car? Can you have any? And I was like, yeah. I was like, my wife's coming right now, you know, and he was like, okay. So, she, and he was, he was like, how far is he, this and that, and then there's another cop that pulls up, and you know, they have to, so, uh, he was such a good cop, uh, he was a really good dude, he wasn't a dick, he wasn't a smartass, he wasn't fucking rude at all, he, he was 100% chill, uh, he even, when he cuffed me, he even, uh, cuffed me with my hands, like, in front of me, so, um, yeah, so Maddie finally got there, and, uh, you know, I, I took off my earring, took off my necklace, and some of my stuff, left my phone, and, uh, yeah, he cuffed me up, and, uh, he took, he took me in the car, and, uh, you know, right there, right there, uh, right there is, is, is kind of when it started hurting, because, um, so, I've been to jail a couple times already. I haven't been for a long time, okay? The first time I went was 2017, I think. And, um, I think it was 2017. I, I don't, I can't remember, to be honest. But, uh, I went for, I went during Christmas. So, I spent all Christmas. I went on a Thursday night, and I got out on a Wednesday morning, so I spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and got out Wednesday morning, so I spent a lot of, I spent like a week in that bitch almost, and uh, in uh, Adams County, that was for uh, uh, domestic with me and Maddie, uh, for me drinking, and, and then the second time was when I got a felony for, um, felony menacing, it was a felony, it, it was felony menacing, they dropped it down to criminal mischief, um, when I got that, I had to go to court for, I had to go to court for, um, my, what's it called, I had to go to court for my domestic, or something like that, and then, when I got to court, they said I had a warrant, so they took me, and I had to spend a night in jail then, but then my dad bonded me out, my mom, my dad and my grandma, and everybody threw money in, and, um, so I bought it out the next morning. So then this happened, this happened again. So, um, real quick, let me back up. I want to say, no, you know what? We'll leave that. I, uh, so when he takes me in the car, you know, I, I start getting a little emotional. Okay. And you know, like when people are going to jail, did you cry? Did you cry? Did you cry when you went to jail? <laughs> I fucking bawled my eyes out! I bawled my eyes out! No, I mean, I didn't bawl my eyes out. Okay, let's talk about it, alright? Let's talk about it, let's talk about it. Um, the first time I went to jail, I did cry a little bit. I was drunk, super fucking drunk. And, uh, when I first got there, I was hammered. And they took me in, and took me in booking, and put me in intake. And, uh, so I did cry a little bit. And then uh, I was really emotional and drunk. 
And then the second time I went back to jail for the night, it was like nothing. Like they took me, I sat. The all the worst part was the second time when they, when I had a warrant. The worst part was I had to sit in, under the court. Like you had to, you have to sit in the cell and wait for everybody that's in jail, all their court. All, you have to wait for court to be over. So if you show up at like eight thirty for your court day and they take you at nine, you know eight thirty nine. You have to wait until like three o'clock in the afternoon, in a cell, in the under the courthouse somewhere. Just sit there and wait. It's, it's the worst. So, um, I had to do that. And when I did that that second time, I seriously it was, it was so bad because I was so bad. I seriously just went in there. I was kind of laughing about it, and it's not funny. Like I don't think it's funny at all. It, it's it was, it, I go back and I when I think about it and I'm pissed off because. I thought it was a little funny, and I got bailed out again. My family came up with money to bail me out, and I kind of took advantage of it. I really took advantage of it, and the minute I got home, I remember I cracked a fucking rolling rock, a can of rolling rock, and started drinking. It was a Saturday morning, and it was uh, the day of my sister's graduation party slash our gender reveal for Titan. And uh, I got out that morning, and the first thing I did was crack a beer and start getting drunk. You know, I'm not proud about that, but I remember, I'm not proud of that, but I remember it and I wanted to share it because we're talking about this right now. All right. Um, and that's where, that's what happened. I cracked a fucking beer the minute I got out. I turned Tupac on, thought I was so fucking cool and it's embarrassing to even say, but I'm opening up and I'm saying it. I, tur- I listened to Tupac, California Love, thought I was cool, thinking about jail and I cracked a beer, started getting drunk and I went to fucking, you know, I went to, um, my sister's graduation. And and just didn't give a fuck. Like I just didn't go to jail. You know? Like I didn't just go to jail for a new for a new charge. You know? For a felony. I didn't just get bailed out because I went to jail for a felony. Like I just started getting drunk and drinking again. So that's you know, that's horrible. Okay, and this time this time was a lot different, okay? This time was a lot different. It's been what, maybe a couple years since I've been in jail? A year? I don't know. I think it's been a couple years since I've been in jail. And this time was super, super different. Because a lot of things in my life have been changing recently. And especially recently, really fast. Super fast. And... A lot of emotions are changing, and a lot of um, ideas of mine are changing, and a lot of um, way, things that I want to do and don't want to do. The situation I put my put myself in; um, those are all changing, and they're, they're kind of for the better. Thankfully, I can say for the better. Um, and especially, like I said recently, there things are changing for the better for me. There things are growing for me. Um, but this time, this time I, this time was, was rough. I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot what I was talking about there, but, uh, this time was a little rough things. I was just things. Oh, like I was saying, I, I just remember things are growing for me. Okay. I'm sorry. Things are growing for me. Things are starting to, I, I feel like I'm starting to. I feel myself getting a little older, and that sounds weird, but 
I feel myself not wanting to do certain things and wanting to give things up and start certain other things that are better for me and healthy wise and like with my kids and, and, and I, I want to do this shit. So this time when I went to, I really care about this stuff right now. I really care about not drinking. I really care about my, my sons, my kids and I, my relationship with my family and people. And I really care about that right now. So this time when I went at there, went in there, it was more of, it was more of a hurt feeling. And this was the first time that I felt like that because the first time I went in there, like I said, it was a lot of emotions, anger, um, sadness, confusion, uh, scared, uh, super scared because you don't know. First time in jail, you think, you know, the TV and movies and shit, you know, and, you know, it could be like that, but it's mostly for the most part, not, it's just fucking re idiots in there, you know, doing stupid, dead, dead, stupid shit, just waiting to get a bailout or waiting to do, just doing their time. Um, but anyway, um, this time, this time I, this time was different because I, I wasn't drunk, like the first time I was drunk, I was super emotional, the second time I wanted, all I wanted to do was get out and get drunk, and I knew I was getting to get bailed out, I knew it was going to be fast, and I just got out and started drinking, this time, I just felt super emotional, I felt bad, I felt like, I felt like a kind of a bad dad, and then it sucks to feel like a bad dad when you're, you know, you know, guy, you guys, if you guys listen, you guys know how hard I fucking work to take my kids to, to, to Tristan to school and be a good dad, and be there for them and do what I got to do and, and keep my head focused, you know? And so when, when I was, when, when I got those handcuffs on me and I got behind in that car, I got super sad. I got super upset with myself. I started pick, I started getting these pictures of my, of Tristan in my head. I started getting, I started getting a lot of pictures of Titan in my head. Um, for some reason, Titan was just flashing in my head. I was thinking of his smile, of his laugh. When I make him laugh, I was thinking of his little teeth when he smiles. And when I had those cuffs on me and I were going to the jail, and I wasn't sure what was going on, you know. I wasn't sure how long it, I was going to get out. I don't know if I was going to be in there for one day, two days, three days. Uh, you know, probably I was going to be in there for two days tops, maybe. If, if it comes to worse three days, but I shouldn't be in there, you know, for three days. And, uh, so I just started thinking like, fuck man, like I can't be doing this. And I, I, I teared up, you know, of course I didn't cry. All right. Chill the fuck out. All right. I didn't cry, cry, like fucking balling my eyes out on the ground. I teared up because I was just like, I'm sad because I just, it hurts because I'm working so fucking hard. I'm not drinking. I'm trying my hardest just to be the, the you know, the, a good guy. And I, but it's also my fault. I got to take care of some stuff. Sure. But it just, you know, it just hurts. It's kind of a punch to the gut. Um, so I did. I teared up a little bit. This time was weird. This time being in jail was so, so different for me. It was emotional for me. It was, it was sad for my kids 
because I had to. We had to lie to Tristan. Of course, Titan doesn't know. You know he's one, but but we had to lie to Tristan, and I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want. Well, I was in there. I was talking to Maddie on the phone in jail, and I was like, I don't want. Hey, don't tell him that I'm in here because let him sleep. You know, let the kids sleep fine, and don't give him. Don't give him those pictures in his head. Don't let him start thinking and using his imagination. Because he knows what jail is. You know? So I don't want... I just want him to have a good night. And they did have a good night. You know, they went and got McDonald's. And they had, they watched some Disney Plus. And, and they hung out. And that's what I wanted. Don't fucking worry about me because I'm fine. It's just jail. Like, jail isn't fucking scary. Jail can be scary. Because it gets higher up. Like, in the... Like, there's, like, fucking, like... Um... There's like, uh, like middle, or there's like a, fuck, I forgot what they're fucking called. Son of a bitch. But there's like a yellow and like a blue and like an orange. Orange is the worst, blue's like the medium, and yellow's like just chill. And I was in yellow for a little bit one time, for like a couple days, and uh, it's just chill. It's like little cubicles, there's four, in the cube, each cubicle has like four beds, four cots. And, uh, you know, it's just little, they got little desks in them. You, it's, it's cool. They got TVs. There was like a gym in it. It was cool. Um, but uh, obviously it's not cool, but if you had to stay there for a long time, it's like, you know, that's what it is. But, um, yeah, so it can be scary. Jail can be scary. And for the first time, super fucking scary. But then you realize, you know, jail is fucking just, jail is just a bunch of fucking, just a bunch of people just either awaiting, waiting, waiting their shit. Waiting to see how long they get and just trying to do their time and get the fuck home. That's it. It's really not a big deal. It's a lot of drunk motherfuckers or or, or people on drugs that just got caught up with something, you know, DUIs, whatever, you know. So, jail isn't, it's not scary. So, I wasn't in there fucking scared, but I was emotional because of my kids this time, which was super different, it, it, it sounds weird, because it should have been for the first time, right, well, no, I'm sorry, I, it takes a while for me to learn, I guess, um, it, I, it just got emotional, I got super fucking emotional, I felt bad that I was in there, uh, I was, I, I just kept thinking about Tristan, and I kept thinking about Titan, this isn't where I'm supposed to be, I'm a dad, I'm a father, I'm a father, like, my, I grew up like that, okay, I grew up like that. Tristan is not going to grow up like this, okay? I can't do this. Going to jail, spending a night in jail, made, that made it even more. That See, this that's why something's different. Something has clicked, I feel like. Because something's different this time. Because if I would have went to jail, I would have been like, fuck this shit. I'm going to fucking drink the minute I get out of here. I don't give a fuck. Fuck these cops. And now it's like, now it's for me, it's like, it's more incentive to not drink. It's like, I don't even want, fuck that. I don't want to drink. I don't know why. I don't know. I just don't. Going to jail makes me... Definitely, I don't want to fucking drink, dude. I just, I'm just tired of this shit, dude. I'm tired of it. Maybe I'm not making jail sound as bad as it is. Jail's fucking horrible. 
Jail's horrible. It fucking stinks. People are assholes. Nobody gives a shit about you. You're all fucking alone by yourself. Nobody gives a shit about no one. You're alone. People people do probably want to fight you sometimes in there if you fucking act stupid. Yeah, you will get fucked up if you act stupid. If you mind your business, you're fine. But you will get fucked up if you act stupid. Mind your business, you know. And you gotta fucking sleep with some sleep in the cell with somebody. Well, in the intake, you gotta sleep in a cell, in a cell, where they rack the doors open all through the night. You gotta sleep in a cell, dark ass cell. Two guys in a cell. You gotta shit next to a guy. It's horrible. I'm not making it sound that bad. Okay, well, it is bad. It is fucking horrible. It's the worst place you you. It's it's hell. It's as low as you can go. On my way to on my way to fucking jail in the in the cop car in the back of the cop car. I was thinking, this is as low as you can go. I was like, okay, well, I'm headed to as low as I can go unless I'm dead. So unless I'm dead, this is as low as I can go. Okay, cool. I can start from here. <laughs> I can start from here, and that's what I'm gonna do. But like I said, this time, yes, I did tear up a lot. I teared up a lot. Alright, because, and I was, I, I was really fucking sad because I just kept getting pictures, flashes of my kids, my two boys, Tristan and Titan, and, and thinking of me, and like growing up with no fucking, you know, growing up without a dad, and thinking of me in and out like that and them knowing even about jail and knowing that I'm in there and they, they, they're sleeping with me. They're sleeping without me and I'm in, like, I, I don't need to be in there. There's no point for me to be in there. I'm not a fucking criminal to be in there. And I'm hurting my kids. It's, it's, it just hurt me so bad this time. It was a weird feeling. It was a different feeling. It was a disappointed feeling inside me that made me cry. Yes, that made me cry. Made me tear up. It was a really bad, shitty, dark, moldy feeling. Negative, disappointing feeling. And it made me cry. And it made yeah, it made me tear up. I was sad about it. Um, so, that's that, okay, um, I went in there, uh, like I said, jail sucks, they give you, uh, if you want to talk about it, okay, they, they give you orange sandals, they take all your shit, they give you orange sandals, you have to go in this little cell, uh, I went in this little cell, well, before they do that, you have to, you have to take your picture and fingerprints, and then they, uh, talk to you, um, the nurse talks to you, asks you if you're, you know, on drugs or anything, if you're alright, diabetic, whatever. And then you finally, you have to wait for out. It takes like two, three hours for them to do this shit, to process it. You're, so you're sitting there, just with your thoughts, by yourself, for like two, three hours. It's horrible. And, um, you're sitting in these little cells with all a bunch of stinky fucking dudes. And, uh, people that fucking hate you. Everybody hates you in there. Uh, and, um, they, you go in the cell, this other cell where they give you literally, it's like, it's like a schmuck. It's like a schmuck. It's like a schmuck pants and a schmuck shirt. It goes over you. It's fucking, it's, it's fucking cold, dude. They don't give you, they give you these big ass clothes. It's, there's, it's just a, 
it's like a, uh, dude, it's a smock. It's a smock. It's like scrubs, but it's, they're thick scrubs, but they're like scrubs, but they're thick and they're big and you don't get an undershirt. You just get boxers. You have to put on their boxers and, uh, they give you, and it's fucking freezing. It's freezing in there because everything is fucking cement. So it's fucking cold and you're freezing. They give you the orange slippers. And you sit there, and finally they give you your big roll. They give you a big blue roll, and rolled up inside of it is like two blankets, two sheets, like two uh, two two thick blankets, like two like hospital type filled blankets. They're baby blue, and then you got two sheets that are dark navy blue, and then inside rolled up is like a towel, small ass brown towel, and then you got a brown cup with inside of it is Bob Barker. Soap and toothpaste. I think, um, I think that's it. And then a spoon, orange spoon, in a brown cup, brown plastic cup, orange spoon. Your brown, your brown cup and orange spoon, very, very important because you need your cup and spoon to eat. But anyway, that's another story. Anyway, um, so inside that big fucking roll is the blankets, the sheets, the fucking t- the towel, uh, your cup and spoon, your tooth. Oh, your toothbrush. You have a toothbrush, and they give you a little tiny, the little tiny white toothbrush, little small one, and uh, you brush your teeth, and uh, so. Uh, I'm going to have to fucking... I don't know. Should I keep talking about this? Are you guys getting bored? It's already an hour. Fuck. Um, I'm almost done. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so they give you your big old roll. Uh, they give you a little tag. They give you a little ID that you have. You put in your little shirt pocket. Um, and you walk up. They send you over. And then you're in the big house. Where there's two, like, levels. There's a bottom level, and you, there's some stairs on each side of the fucking, pretty much like the big quad or whatever. There's two stairs that go up, and then there's a top level. And then on the top level, there's a bunch of cells with numbers, and a bunch of cells at the bottom. And all the fucking doors go, <laughs> they don't fucking open quiet for you. And, um... Yeah, and sometimes the fucking phones don't work. Most of the time, the phones don't work. Um, I asked my dad, I was like, is it the same? Like, I was like, what was the first time you were in there? He was like, uh, early, early 90s. And I was like, is it the same? He was like, same shit. Same old shit. Same, uh, same smell. Same fucking build. Same fucking attitude. Same everything. Same food, same shit. I was like, holy, it smells like it in there. It's, jail smells horrible. I smelled like jail all fucking day the day I got out. It was ridiculous. Um, but anyway, yeah, you finally get in there, and you gotta set up your fucking, you gotta set up your shit to call out, and it's a fucking pain in the ass. Um, you gotta have money to fucking call out. It's, it's a whole thing, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got in there, and uh, hold on, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to start another segment for you guys. I want to talk to you guys about my Sally. I had a Sally for a night. His name was Steve. Okay, we're back. My bad, everybody. Um, we gotta get another segment going. Um, yeah. So, Steve, my Sally. I walk in there, and uh, I see, uh, you know, the, the. Well, once you walk, you or you get into like the big area where I was talking about. Um, 
they uh they tell you where you're going. They're like this person uh sell ninety something, and then they're like uh, Vasquez, uh, sell ninety one. So I walk in the big fucking area, and everything's cement and steel. Steel and cement. It's freezing. It stinks. Um, it smells like every fucking race of person mixed up in one. Heat it up and then put it in a freezer and then release it and then that's what it smells like. Every release all every every race all in one together. It stinks. Um so I get in there and I and I I thankfully I didn't have cuz sometimes when you get there you have to grab a big boat. It's this big fucking plastic thick boat thing. It looks like uh you know those things that they rescue people in, they pick up um you know, they pick up a rescue, the helicopters pick up the rescue thing. They put you in that. Um, it looks like that. And you lay in it, you you get a mattress and a boat and you lay in it. But thankfully I was able to, I think the cells are better because they're dark and they're, they're quiet. And it's, it's, they keep the lights on out in the, in the area and like the walk around area. So, um, I think the cells are better. So thankfully I got a cell. I went to cell 91. My Sally was, uh, this big, tall black dude named, uh, Steve. He was an old dude. He was an old cat, old school. He was probably like, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to, I don't know. I no, I wouldn't say maybe he was in his fifties, sixties. Maybe he was in his late fifties. Maybe late fifties. He would uh I would say late fifties or early sixties. He was a cool dude, man. Uh he was he was talking to me about how he got in there and uh he ended up being real cool, man. It's cool when you have someone I've always had real cool Sally's. Like I've had a dick or sometimes get people get locked in there with fucking drug addicts that are crazy and thankfully thank god i've never had like a fucking sketchy ass tweaker dude that i've had to sleep under or above you know what i'm saying um so this guy steve was really cool he seemed like he was laid back he told me what he did he was from the bellows he's from montbello aurora shout out and uh yeah shout out to steve man he was real cool uh so Right when I get there, I start to lay down. Right when I get there, they, they want me to go in the cell, and they lay down, and we're laying down for a second, and he's, we start talking, and, and then all of a sudden, the door's open, because it's like, it's like, I think it's like 8 or something, 8.30, and uh, they let us come out for like 45 minutes, I think, or an hour, so what I do when I'm in there usually is I walk up and down, and like, kind of, there's like the walls, um... There's, like, walls, so, like, I walk from each side of, like, the build, like, the building, like, the area. I walk from one side to the other side, and, uh, and I touch the each I touch each side of the wall. I just walk back and forth, back and forth, because uh, one of the guys in there, the well, first time I went in there, he told me that it's, it's just, like, it h- helps you get the ants out of your legs, you know, like the, you know, um, the jitters or whatever out of your legs you want to call them, like... Because when you go back to your cell, you have to sit there for like five, seven hours or whatever. You have to be in there and they're not going to let you out. So you have to be in there for a long time. So you, you know, walk, you know, stretch your legs, get tired. So that's what I did. Um, they opened the doors and um, real quick, I'm going to take, a, you know what? I haven't taken a fucking, I've been talking to your guys' ear off. You guys aren't going to listen to this whole thing. You guys aren't going to listen to this whole thing. But anyway... Uh, I'm gonna take a hit as well. Is that okay? Can I, can I do that? Um, but uh, 
So right when I'm about to lay down, they open the doors so we can go out. People start hopping on the phone because everybody hops on the phone right away. Once they let you out, everybody, that's their first place. Everyone's going to each side of the wall. There's one on this side of the fucking wall. There's this, there's other side of the wall. They fucking swarm towards the phones. I didn't even try to go to the phones. Fuck that. I'm not, I don't got time for that. I just started walking. They got a couple TVs that you could watch. So they got some TVs playing. I think they're playing basketball or watching basketball. So finally I did that. Whatever. Finally they want us to go to sleep. They lock us up. I go to sleep. And uh, long story short, man, I fucking wake up in the morning and uh, I wake... Well, you know what? Not long story short. Fuck that. I started a new segment. If you're here to listen, you're here to fucking listen. Anyway. Um, all through the night they're racking open the doors. And, I, and you know, man, it's the worst when you hear... It's like, uh, they're like, uh, so-and-so, 90-something, so-and-so, sell 76, pack your stuff up, you're leaving. <coughs> so-and-so, sell 86, pack your stuff up, you're leaving. You can hear it, and your cell is closed. You can hear it while you're laying there, dude. You're like, fuck, man. I just want to go with those people. If I could just leave with them, you know? If I could just leave with them. Um, so I'm hearing that all through the night and the minute I fall asleep, I'm like dozing off and I'm asleep. I hear the racking open of the doors and it's just, it's just, it's horrible, man. So I get no sleep, but eventually I like, it was, uh, it was like four in the morning. Um, it was like four 30. Wouldn't you fucking know it next morning, four 30 in the morning. Ninety one, Vasquez, pack your stuff up. You're leaving. Oh, oh! Bond it out, baby. Bond it out. All right. Let's talk about being bonded out, okay? I gotta thank, I gotta thank, uh, Maddie. I gotta thank my dad. Uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, shout out to my bonds lady, uh, Raina. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, uh, um, right when I got pulled, the minute I got pulled over, I didn't tell you guys when I was with Titan. I called my dad right away and he, I was like, hey, you gotta bond me, or not you gotta, obviously. I should rephrase that. I was like, hey, this is what's going on, dad. He's like, all right. Obviously, he hops on the phone right away and, and gets gets the ball rolling. Because you got to hop on that shit fast because you'll be in there forever if you just lollygag, dude. You got to hit that quick because the process to bail out takes forever. So the bailout fee for me is $600, okay? Because I think it's like 10% of what your bail is. So 1,000, 10% of 1,000, 10% of 3,000. Uh, it ended up being like 600 bucks to bail me out. Thankfully, my dad and we have a bail bonds lady, and yes, he put the he started with the ball right away at like two thirty in the afternoon on a Wednesday, four thirty uh, in the morning on a Thursday. I fucking get my name gets called and I'm bagging out. I am out of there. Uh, I he's like, uh, is that you, Steve? Uh, Steve's like, uh, like Vasquez ninety one, ninety one Vasquez, you're leaving. He's like, is that you? I'm already up. I already got my shit on. I'm ready to go. I already got my shit wrapped up. 
<laughs> I'm like, yep, I'm out. He's like, all right, man. He's like, uh, <coughs> he's like, are you going to eat that? Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you. <sighs> with the blanket that they give you, they give you a sack lunch. It's got cookies in it. It's got like a sandwich. It's got bread with um, peanut butter and jelly packets you can put on there. And they give you like uh, some cookies and like a juice or something, whatever. But uh, uh, so he's like, hey, man, are you going to eat that? Uh, you know, are you going to eat the rest of your uh, your uh, lunch bag or whatever? He, I was like, no, man, you're good. Take it. It's like, oh, good, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Because there's good shit in there, man. Everybody wants the sandwich. Everybody wants the cookies. Or sometimes they give you um, uh, like a juice packet that has powder in it. You just put water in your cup, mix it up. It's bomb. And uh, so everybody wants it. Or if you're gay, you could put a, you know, you could put, you could use some as lipstick, whatever you want. Okay, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I gave him my lunch, uh, lunch sack. That is not, uh, uh, that does not mean I, uh, I gave him my ball sack. That is, uh, not a gay term. Uh, so I leave, and then I leave, and, uh, I'm just so fucking excited. It's cold as fuck. I'm freezing. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm ready to go. Uh, so... Okay, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna talk about this real fast. If you guys have made it this far, uh, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Holy shit. Um, I need it. I need it. Okay, I've already brought it up. I've already brought it up. Okay, this is the first time I've ever done this. Okay, so they they want to they they put you in a they make you walk by yourself to a cell. Down, it's called P two, where they give you your clothes back and you give them their fucking sh- white and white and black schmocks back, and uh, so I'm the first one in there, and as I sit down on these on these steel benches, I sit down and I'm like, I feel uh, like oh fuck. Fuck, my my stomach starts hurting, and it was hurting a little bit during the night, but it was like four thirty in the morning. It was like morning shit was coming with a vengeance, and my stomach starts rumbling. It's cramping up really fucking bad. It feels like it feels like it's tight, and I'm like, oh god, I gotta take a shit. So I feel like a fart coming down. Okay, I'm sitting there. I feel a fart come down. I'm like, all right, well, I'm by myself. I don't think anyone's coming. Maybe I'm just going to be by myself. What a dumb thing to think. There's always someone that comes in the cell, the P2 cell with you, and they're getting out the same time you are. There's always someone getting out the same time you are. So I sit there, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let one out because no, no one's in here. The, there's a window where the cop is with the with the glass. You know, there's a glass window that the cop slides your shit under, and you slide the shit back under the glass, but it's not open yet. It's cl- It's covered, so you can't see. I'm just waiting, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to lift my leg up, and I'm going to do the little, boop, like the little, little, out the back. Out the back door, I'm creeping out the back door. You know, he's going to, you know, he's creeping out, he's going to go hang, hang out with his homies. His, the fart's going to go hang out with his homies, so he's creeping out the back. I lift up, and uh, I pop, I, I go to pop it out. I go to push and I feel the fart come out and I get lava. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this real fast. Okay. I pushed out thinking it was going to be a fart. I got me a shark. Okay. Now 
this might be one of the worst places to get a shark. I got a shark in jail. I sharded in jail. Who sharts in jail? I shard in jail. What the fuck, man? Dude, I didn't, when when this happened, I didn't realize when it happened, the second it happened, I didn't realize how serious, how big of a problem this is. It it turned into a pretty big problem. Uh, I, 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 it came out and I realized I get up. So I get up immediately and I feel wetness from my boxers on my butt cheeks. So there's shit on my ass and my, and my, okay. I'm sorry. I'm disgusting. I'm a disgusting human being. I'm a, I'm a gross person, whatever. It was an accident. I thought it was a fart. It was a shark. What do you want from me? So I, God damn it. I, uh. I get up and yeah, there's wetness on my butt cheeks. I'm like, all right, well, I shit. Um, so I leave. I get. I leave. I leave the P two cell thing and I try. I tell the lady the little thing. She could see me. I'm like, hey, can I use the bathroom? She's like, uh, she's like, there's a bathroom in there. She's like, there's a toilet in there, which there is in this little holding cell where everybody sits and waits to put their clothes on to leave. There's a toilet, and I was like, is there toilet paper in there? She's like, you're gonna have to ask them. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. So as I'm walking back, someone else is walking back. A couple people walk in. We all walk in. Now, I walk in and it smells. I sit there. I sit down. I just have to sit in it, okay? I just sit down, okay? I shouldn't have sit down. Why did I sit down? I don't know. I sit down. Fuck, fuck, I'm gross. Remember I'm gross? Remember I'm disgusting? So I sit down. And, um, I sit it, I sit it, and I squish it, alright? And at this point, I realize, fuck, you can smell it. I sharded in my pants in jail, and you can smell it right now. There's three other guys in this little cell now. I, this is a thing. This is a problem. This is a thing now. I shit myself. And now it smells like poop in here. And I'm hoping, there was like this, I feel bad about this, I, there was this homeless guy in there, he was super homeless, so homeless, and I was like, hopefully, in my brain, I was like, hopefully they think it's this guy, because he did smell, but he smelled like wet feet, like damp feet, like wet feet, you got your feet wet and your socks smell disgusting, it smelled like that, really bad, but I was like, fuck, like they probably, I was just hoping they, hopefully they think it's this guy. So, I, they ended up giving me my clothes. I, I am able to move over to the side to where they can't see me, and I change. And you're asking, how did you change? What did you put your shitty ass in your clean underwear that you had on? Well, sort of, okay? When I took my fucking underwear off, and I'm telling you guys this because this is my podcast, and I love you guys, alright? When I took my fucking underwear off, my jail underwear off, the brown ones, okay, I, I had to, okay? Dude, I had to. I had to. I'm, I'm in a... You guys are fucking assholes if you guys have are not... Or you guys are going to act like you've never been in a shitty situation like this, okay? Where you just have a mess on your hands. If you if you ever have, then you're perfect. All right, I'm sorry. The, the, great, my bad. But if you've ever been in a situation that you got all this shitty situation or shit everywhere or you're just in a fucked up thing, okay, 
That's what this was. So I took my underwear off and I ended up kind of just wiping my ass with the... Oh my God! Why am I... So... <laughs> I'm doing this! Ah! Why am I saying this? Okay. I end up just doing a quick wipe off to the side where they can't really see me. They're, they're not paying attention. They don't want to look at my dick. So the guys are just like, hey, we're looking at So I kind of just do a sly little wipe up and then I wrap up the underwear in by, in a, in a, in the, in the pants and the shirt and I give it to them and that's it. But before I did that, yeah, I did give it a wipe. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to use these as a fucking toilet paper now. And I wiped real quick and I put my underwear on and I was good. Of course, I got home right away and I fucking showered, of course. Like, ridiculous. And I washed everything, but... Um... <laughs> I can't believe I just said that! I can't believe I just fucking said that shit. And I have to put it out because now it's gonna be fucking weird if I don't. Um, it'll sound weird, I bet. It's not gonna make sense. So fuck it, I'll put it out. Um... <laughs> yeah, so uh, I sharded. I sharded in jail. And that's something that you now know about me. And I have a lot of those stories. Great stories. <laughs> um, that was kind of the end of my jail thing. Uh, we went upstairs. They put you, give you all your stuff. We go upstairs. There's like five, four of us, uh, four or five of us, whatever. And uh, there's a phone up there. I call Maddie. She 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 uh, comes and gets me in. There's a, there's a kid there. He's like, he's 18 years old. Um, he's this little guy, this little Mexican dude. He was like, Hey man, he was like, uh, my phone just died. He was like, I was wondering if you could just drop me off somewhere, like somewhere in uh, like on Pecos, like in Thornton or no, he's like in Westminster or something like that. I don't know. And I was like, where do you live? He was like, something, something in Pecos or whatever. I was like, fuck it, man. I was like, yeah, man. Cause dude, I don't know if you know where the jail is, but jail is in Brighton. And uh, so that's pretty much in farm town out there. So it's far from a, a lot of places. It's far from a lot of places. It's far from Commerce City, kind of, you know? So it's far from a lot of places. Um, so this guy was living, like, over by, like, uh... This guy was staying... Over by... Like, 92nd and Broadway or something like that, or, like... Is that is that right? Um, uh, but anyway... He's staying, he's staying over like in Thornton or whatever. And so he's like, I need somewhere to, I need, I need to ride, man. I, or, he's like, if not, it's cool. I was like, nah, dude, you know what? You're cool. He was a young cat. So I got, I got it, man. So he, he was getting out just like I am. So I was like, fuck it. We'll take you all the way home. He was like, thank you so much. He was real appreciative. So, you know, I just thought, you know, I gotta, I gotta show this dude some love cause we're going through it right now. So, uh, me and Maddie ended up taking him. Uh, and the boys were in the pack too, but uh, we ended up taking him all the way to his house and dropping him off at the apartments he stayed at. Um, see? I even shit my fucking self and I took somebody home. So what the fuck, man? I'm such a good person. God damn it. Um, and then, yeah, that was the end of my jail fucking... That was the end of my jail experience. My, oh, my last one. My last jail experience, guys. My last jail experience, guys. Um, but yeah, so, uh, jail's crazy, man. Jail is, uh, there's a bunch of fucking guys in there that just fucking act 
tough. And there's guys in there that think it's funny. And there's guys in there just cool. There's some cool guys. And uh, <laughs> the food is shit, of course. It's just it's a shitty place, man. Fuck, fuck that place. I'm never going back. Um, anyway, that was jail. So uh, yeah, I I shit. I sharded in jail. I sharded in jail. Oh, wow. Um, and then this weekend, so I ended up getting out on Thursday. So I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I had my weekend, thankfully. Uh, I got a, sh- I got a shout out to, uh, I got to give a shout out to, if you guys are still listening, my dad, Mike V. I love you, dad. Thank you for, uh, Hopping on the ball right away and uh, getting the bail bonds lady lined up. Shout out to uh, Raina, my bail bonds lady. Thank you so much. I'm going to get you paid. Uh, I'm going to get it all paid. And uh, thank thank you to my mom. I love you, mommy. <laughs> thank you so much for getting me out. Um, she threw some money in there. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for helping me. Uh you don't have to. Of course, you guys do. I would do it for my my boys, of course. I would do anything I could to get them out. Um, of course, you guys don't have to, but, you know, you, you guys you guys do, and I love you guys. Thank you guys so much. So shout out to my parents for getting me out. Shout out to Maddie for, uh, for being on the ball, being right away, answering her phone, you know, paying money too. She paid, she paid some of her money to get me out. So, uh, everybody got me out really fast. Faster than I thought. I thought I was going to have to spend all Thursday in there. So, that was that was going to suck. So, I got out really fast. Uh, shout out to everybody that helped me out. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, but then Saturday was pretty... Or, no, Friday was pretty fun. Me and Maddie ended up getting a babysitter for Titan uh, and uh, Tristan, which was my mom. So, that was cool. They hung out there. And uh, we went out for Taylor's birthday, her 23rd birthday. Shout out to Taylor Mays for her 23rd birthday. We went to uh, we went to Park Center Lounge, PCL. It's like on 120th and Pecos or something like that. It's um, it's like a, it's a karaoke bar. Badass, man. Everyone was real cool in there. Everyone was having a real fucking good time. Everyone was getting all fucked up and laughing. And everybody was going up and, like, a bunch of people were going up and singing karaoke. Like, I didn't think this many people were going to be up there. Everybody, like, every single time. There was not one time that nobody was on there. Seriously, not up on stage. So, it was fun. And everybody, every time someone got off, we would just be like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was fun. It was fun. Um, I did not drink at this bar. Um, like I said, I'm still uh, 35 days right now. So, I didn't drink at this place. I've done this before, but... It, it, it was different. I stayed there. For, I, we stayed here for a long time. We stayed there for a few hours. And I just sat there. I drank water. And I just watched other people drink. And have, I still had 100% fun. Like, when I thought, when I, when I, when I used to, like, when I used to drink, and I, I, people would be like, I still had a lot of fun, even though I didn't drink. I still had so much fun. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you did, you fuck. I'm sure you did, you loser. How do you have fun without drinking? Well, this, I really actually, it's crazy. I fucking had fun. I laughed so hard. I was getting headaches. I was losing my voice. I laughed so hard so many times because uh, we went out and I went, went out with uh, Donovan Mays, fucking uh, Diana Mays, Don and Di, uh, our, uh, me and Maddie's uh, best friends and, uh, we hang out with them a lot, so we went out and uh, 
Kay's mom. Uh, of course, Taylor, her friends. And uh, we fucking had so much fun. So many laughs. They had a lot of drinks. They were feeling good. No bad, like, vibes or anything. Everything went fucking perfect, pretty much. Everybody had so much fun. Got fucked up. Taylor got faded, which you're supposed to get faded. It's your birthday. Get fucked up. You know, you're 23. You need to get faded. Tonight is your night, right? So, we had a fucking great time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I wasn't drinking. So, like... Um, it was, it was, it was fun to watch, uh, it was kind of fun to watch other people drink, I didn't really run into anybody who was, like, being stupid, like, acting like an idiot, and, and being, like, belligerent towards me, so, like, it was, like, it was just people just drinking, saying, woo, and fucking singing, and, uh, laughing, it was, it was a great time, uh, Maddie had some drinks, and seriously, we didn't even spend any money, like, I don't think Maddie had that many. She had a couple drinks. I had water the whole night. I think we spent thirteen bucks on a on a lift. So it was and it was just as fun as any other fucking any other night. And I felt great in the morning. I felt so good the next morning. I was ready to go. Um only thing was that I was tired. We got home at like three in the morning, which fucking that was a lot. And then Titan woke up at like five, so that's fucked up, you know. So um, that fucked us up. That fucked our next day up. That's fucked our Saturday up. We our sleeps were off, and we finally took a nap. We woke up late, and whatever. Um, but we had a fucking great time. Shout out to Tay. Thanks for uh, inviting us. Uh, we love you guys. We love the Maze family. That is our motherfucking family. Um, and then at the end, kind of, uh, I gotta, sh- I gotta give a shout out to uh, Jan and uh, Diana. Um, they, I want, I wanted to bring this up in my podcast. I'm kind of ending it here, but, uh, I, w- I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about them real quick. Uh, Jan is, uh, Jan is, uh, Don, Donovan and, uh, Taylor's mom and, uh, Diana is, uh, Donovan's wife and they were really proud of me. They, 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 I could tell that they were genuinely proud of me when I told them that I wasn't drinking and that I'm not drinking tonight. And they were like, no, good job. You know, good job. Really proud of me. And then at the end of the night, even at the end of the night, when, you know, Diana was pretty buzzed up and, and, uh, Jan was dropping us off. She dropped us off at my mom's house. Shout out to her for that. And, uh, there, and I gave her a hug, because I always give Jan a hug, she's, like, my second mom, I love her, and she, she just told me, like, good job, I'm proud of you for not drinking tonight, like, you actually did it, you know, so, and for some reason, when they told me, good job, uh, keep it up, and I told Diana, she was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I'm gonna keep drink. I'm gonna start drinking again, eventually, and she was like, nah, 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 and I was just like, yeah, you're right, like, no, nah, I I don't know, I don't, what, why, why, I don't know, you know, I'm, but, you know, that's a whole other story, but, that's a whole other thing, but, uh, but yeah, she was like, no, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, but, but I just, I thought them saying, they were, they were really genuine about it, um, they made me feel proud about my, about me not drinking alcohol about me taking this break from drinking. Uh, they honestly encouraged me. Like, I got more 
encouraged to keep this up. Once they told me that, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that feels good. I'm going to keep this going. This is a good feeling. This is better than drinking all that because they know I drink already. That's old news. That's old shit. That, that I've been doing that. This is something new. This is a big deal. They know how big of a deal this is for me because I'm close to them. I'm closer to them, closer to them than some of, I'm closer to them than some of my family, real family. So they know how serious this is and they encouraged me. They gave me they get they like once they told me, like, I'm proud of you, and Jan gave me a hug. She said, I'm so proud of you for not drinking. So now you do, you really did it, you know. It stopped all my doubts and, like, all my negative thoughts about, you know, taking this break. Because I have a lot of negative thoughts about taking this break, uh, you know, from alcohol. I, I'm like, this is bullshit. Why am I even doing it? Uh, I should just be drinking. There's probably going to be no payoff in the end, which that's all fucking, that's all just negative shit that comes in my brain that I got to attack with. No, there is going to be something paid off. And this isn't for nothing. This is for your kids. This is for your health. This is to get your life better. It's just to get your life out of the fucking dumps that it's in right now. So I, I hit it with that. That's how I attack those thoughts. Um, so, yeah, those, once, once Diana, I call her, we call her Di, once Di and, uh, Jan, you know, told me they were proud of me, and they were surprised, they, they were happy that I was doing this, you know, break, it encouraged me, and it killed all the doubts and negative thoughts about this, you know, this break, and it was, it made me be like, I can't wait to go longer. I can't wait to go 90 days now. You know, that's seriously what they did after they told me that. So I got to give a shout out to Jan and uh, and Diana. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for saying that. It meant a lot to me. I know if you guys made it to the <laughs> made it to this far <laughs> an hour and a half. I hope you guys made it this far. And uh, and I hope you guys hear that. Uh, I love you guys with, uh, with all my heart. And thank you guys for uh, saying that and uh, acknowledging that for me. Um, to, uh, acknowledging that. And giving that to me. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and it was a good night. We had a really good night. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll talk to you guys. Soon. I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, this week, uh, Wednesday, I'm gonna go to. Um, I'm gonna go to a concert with uh, Donovan, uh, my friend Donovan. It's called the Slackers. I've never heard of them, but I guess they're pretty popular. They they seem really good. I checked them out. They're like a reggae, uh, kind of deal. Um. They have a song called Married Girls, pretty cool. Um, they're like from the nineties, I guess. So they're they've been going a while, so they seem pretty cool. Their uh their their music's really oh, that's like it's like the ska band. Like it's like a ska band reggae. It works for me. So it's gonna be awesome just to go and like just get super stoned and listen to reggae music. Um Donovan hit me up the other day. He was we were at Walmart and he was like he called me, he was like, Hey, you wanna go to a concert? I just bought, I just, uh, he said, uh, I just won tickets on, uh, on a, on a, on a radio, on the radio. I was like, of course, you know, that's Donovan for you. Um, that's my friend Donovan. That's my buddy Donovan. My buddy, my friend Donovan is the type of guy that does that. He will win random tickets to a random show off a random radio show 
or a radio station, and he will go to that. He'll find, try to find someone to go, and he will go, and he'll make the fucking best out of it. And when he called me and said, hey, I got these tickets, I won them on the radio, I was like, yeah, sure, of course you did. Because of course you did. Because you're Donovan. Of course you won these t- random tickets for this random show on this random radio station. Of course you did. You're Donovan. You do that stuff. I don't get that kind of stuff, but he does. So once he called me, I was like, fuck yeah. Let's do it. I don't care what it is. I don't even know what it is. But I did the research, and it's going to be cool, man. It's a reggae kind of band, and uh, I'll let you guys know how it is. Uh, But uh, I'm going to get out of here. Dude, that was an hour and a half. Uh, You guys aren't going to fucking probably be in there for that long, but uh, hopefully you guys made it till the end. Um, all right, guys, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of In The Booth Podcast with me, Zavi. Uh, I'll tell you guys how this, um, I'll let you guys know how this, uh, this, uh, show goes. Uh, the Slackers, this reggae show. It's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna smoke a bunch of weed, get stoned, and, and just bump some reggae tunes. It's gonna be great. Uh, I'll let you guys know how that, uh, goes next week. And, uh, all right, I'm out of here, guys. Love you.